0: We are puppeteering.
1: I wish we were.
0: Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, my
1: God. That's like a goal of mine someday to have somebody make a puppet of me. Okay. I want someone to make a Misty puppet and a Nike puppet.
0: (laughs) We should do uh, a Misty and Ike puppet version for kids.
1: Holy crap. And teach them kids stuff?
0: Yeah. That's what I want to do with the Studio C. That would
1: be so much fun.
0: Yeah. But it can't be a daily show.
1: No, too much, dude. Once a week at best. got a lot of things going on. Yeah. Wow.
0: Misty and Ike.
1: Well, why did you just say that about puppets?
0: Because we were rolling.
1: Right. But are we going to talk about puppets?
0: Yep. Surprise. What kind of puppets? Today is Sesame Street versus the Muppets.
1: I'll
0: be Sesame Street. Nope. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. I'll be Sesame Street. I'll be Muppet puppets.
1: Yeah. You be Muppet Puppets, I'll be Sesame Street Puppets.
0: Great, let's get into it.
1: Okay. I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. the next 15 minutes,
0: we're going to debate pop culture.
1: My background's in music.
0: My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't.
1: We check the internet for the facts.
0: And ruin it with opinions. From
1: pop rocks in your lunchbox.
0: To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks.
1: I have something cool to start it off.
0: Oh, really? I do. I have something equally cool, hopefully.
1: All right. Well... The Sesame Workshop co-founder, Joan Ganz Cooney, was the person who came up with the idea. It was sparked as dinner party conversation. In 1966, she asked the people at her table, do you think that TV can actually teach us anything?
0: Interesting. And And
1: they, throughout the course of the conversation, came up with the idea of a children's show that could teach children.
0: And then Mr. Rogers kicked the front door and was like, what's up?
1: Equally as many people watching both.
0: Uh, that is a cool fact. Yeah. But this fact, it's not a one upper. It's a. Okay. It's an equally awesome. Okay. Kermit the Frog. Kermit. The lead Muppet, I say, is the only amphibian American to ever testify before the United States Congress.
1: Shut up. Yep. Tell me more. In two thousand eight.
0: In 2008, Kermit and a team of conservationists visited Washington, D.C. to speak to Congress about the Association of Zoos and Aquariums and promote awareness of endangered amphibians.
1: Hmm. I love that so freaking much. Yeah. They took Kermit the frog.
0: Yep. When did Jim die?
1: Two oh,
0: minutes, wow. Um...
1: They took Kermit to freaking Washington.
0: They took Kermit to Washington.
1: That's so cool.
0: Uh, let's see here. Oh, Jim Henson died in nineteen ninety.
1: Yeah.
0: Huh. I'm gonna look something up while you got a fact about Sesame Street.
1: Okay. Um Big Bird is <laughs> on the show, Big Bird was six years old. But he was eight foot two inches tall. <laughs> he was one of the original characters. Wait. So at six years old. Like initially when they brought the show out. Mm-hmm. Big Bird's character was supposed to be a six-year-old. Right. A six-year-old Big Bird who was eight foot tall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a big bird. Right? (laughs) Uh, Steve Whitmore took over the role uh, when Jim died, when Jim Henson died. Mm. Steve Whitmore.
1: Took over the role of... Head of the puppets?
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Here's some drama. Head
1: of the Muppet puppets?
0: Kermit the Frog's puppeteer has been fired after 27 years. Of course, I have to click on it.
1: drama.
0: Steve Whitmore, who took over the role when Kermit's creator, Jim Henson, died unexpectedly in 1990. More accurately, Kermit was Steve Whitmore. He's been fired. The puppeteer, the world has known as the voice of Kermit for nearly three decades, is being replaced. And according to Whitmore, that drastic action was not his decision. I am devastated to have failed in my duty to my hero, Whitmore at 57 wrote in a blog this week. Whitmore said that he had received a phone call from Muppets studio executives in October of last year, letting him know that they were recasting. He suggested multiple remedies to their two stated issues, which have, uh, which, have been, which had never been mentioned to me in a prior phone call. I wonder what the two issues were. We could go down a deep dive on this, but
1: we really could. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I have other mind blowing facts about the puppets. Mm hmm. The Puppet Muppets. What do you got?
1: The Puppet Muppets. Okay. So, you got Big Bird, Mm -hmm. and he's eight foot tall. So, the guy inside of Big Bird, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Carol Spinney, was unable to see. So, they put a monitor inside of the chest of Big Bird that he could watch so that he could operate Big Bird's head with his right hand. Yeah. And... Big Bird's arms are mostly, or his his um his right arm is mostly inactive because mm-hmm. of that. Yep. And the costume was based off of Henson's sketches, and it used over four thousand feathers to make.
0: Wow! Can you imagine? You have to back up feathers for the ones that fall off. Right. Uh, Gonzo the Great. You know, Gonzo. Gonzo, he's got the big nose, purple <laughs> yeah, guy with big nose. Of course. He was Gonzo the Great because he was uh, a stunt artist but he only mm-hmm. performed 20 stunts on the muppet show. Although he's known really? for Really, in the
1: whole like history of all that.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So, although he is best known for his weird, wild and wacky stunts mm-hmm. and artistic performances, Gonzo performed only 20 stunts in the Muppets show 120 episode run. These ranged from singing a song while tap dancing in Oatmeal to conducting <laughs> Lebestrami and battling a crab.
1: I'm going to have to look up him battling a crab because that sounds great.
0: I'm going to try and figure out where you can stream all 120 episodes of The Muppet oh, Show. Shit. Um,
1: What's up, Netflix? Get at it. Right? All right. So you remember Tickle, Tickle Me Elmo, right? I yep. Huge craze. Yeah. So that one came out of left field. Like Elmo was just this, I mean, was on the show for ages. And then all of a sudden they made this toy and people went crazy. Crazy Elma was never like one of the most popular before then at all. Um, so in 1996, stores started selling out of the toy in record numbers. People were arrested for fighting over the doll. Um, some New York City parents uh, attempted to storm a delivery truck to take packages off of it. No. And during the Midnight Madness sale on December 14th, Walmart employees in Canada were injured in Elmo mania when 300 shoppers ran after them when they saw that they had boxes of the toys. One million Tickle Me Elmos were sold that year during the holiday season.
0: One million.
1: One million of those stupid things that just literally giggled. It was an orange thing that giggled. That was it. It was creepy. I thought it was super creepy.
0: Here's something that's not creepy. Tell me. Miss Piggy.
1: I love Miss Piggy so much. Can
0: you guess how many covers of magazines she's appeared on? 300. Close.
1: 297. Six. Oh. Yeah. See, <laughs> okay. Uh, these include people. It's not very close. A Saturday
0: <laughs> evening, the Saturday Evening Post, TV Guide, and oh. Life, which proclaimed Miss Piggy for president in 1980.
1: You know, I back that. Mm-hmm. I would have backed her as president hundred percent.
0: Yeah. She's you remember, very lovable. You remember Ralph the dog?
1: Oh my gosh. I do now.
0: He's, I, from some of the things that I've read, I might be getting this wrong. He's the original Muppet.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yes and no.
0: Yes and no. He's the first one to appear in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Ralph the dog was the first Muppet turned superstar. Starting in the early 1960s, Ralph be- uh, began to appear in commercials for Pur- Purina dog chow. I this led Ralph that. appearing as Jimmy Dean's sidekick on the Jimmy Dean show. During the run of the Jimmy Dean show, Ralph would receive more fan mail than Jimmy Dean himself.
1: Oh, I think that's really cute.
0: And then Jimmy Dean went on to make sausages. He
1: sure did, and they are tasty. They
0: are some delicious sausages. They really
1: are. Them sausage sandwiches in the box.
0: Mm. Mm. Why am I so hungry?
1: Cuz we didn't eat at like 11 this morning. <laughs> it's 11 it's this 11. morning 15. now.
0: It's
1: <laughs> 11:15. <laughs> Um, do you that know, was 10 minutes ago. <laughs> do you know what Cookie Monster's real name is?
0: Mr. Monster?
1: It's not. In 2004, Cookie Monster, which originally was introduced by Henson um, to be used in food commercials. It wasn't supposed to be a character on Sesame Street.
0: Oh, really? At all. Wow.
1: Um, They revealed his real first name, and it is Sid. Sid.
0: Sid? Cookie Monster? Is he, cookie an acronym?
1: He was given his famous nickname after he tried a cookie for the first time. And his puppeteer was like.
0: Oh, me love cookie. <laughs> right. You're
1: yeah. like, he's a cookie monster. Mm. But originally his puppet name was Sid. Sid, put those cookies down. <laughs> um, After childhood obesity became a really big issue in the 2000s. The internet rumor mill claimed that Cookie Monster's name would be changed to Veggie Monster. And that did not happen and was not true at all. Wow.
0: That wouldn't go over very well.
1: And Sesame Street had to come out with a spokes, like a, a press release saying we are not putting him on a diet. We would never take a position of no sugar. We will just show Cookie Monster being taught moderation. And he started to, he was given a new song to start singing, which is A Cookie is Sometimes Food. Mm,
0: a Cookie is Sometimes Food. It's
1: like, man, cookies sound good too, right now. Mm. Mm.
0: Okay, so you know the Muppet Scooter? Yeah. He wears, wears the green jacket. And yeah, has his eyes I, he was kind of one of my glasses. favorite. I yeah. loved him. Uh, his uncle, Scooter's uncle, yeah. owns the Muppet Theater. So in one of the first episodes of The what? Muppet Show, Kermit finally agreed to hire Scooter as his gopher. Because Scooter revealed his uncle owns the theater, that uncle is J.P. Gross, wealthy landowner and all-around jerk. He would appear in a handful of episodes of The Muppet Show to bug Kermit.
1: Wow.
0: So they, Kermit thought he could get the theater for his shows if he hired the owner's
1: Interesting. Nephew. Mm -hmm. do you want to know who the first celebrity to guest star on sesame street was
0: oh i would love to know carol burnett oh that's fascinating
1: hundreds of major stars have followed suit yeah um
0: yeah was it were you telling me last week that metallica was on sesame street
1: no metallica did the um the jimmy fallon in the little room where they play the instruments the little the tiny instruments who did you
0: work with that was on sesame street
1: Bruno Mars was on Sesame Street. Yeah,
0: we were just talking about that like last week or something. Yeah. Did you get to go? I did not. Oh.
1: But what's funny in this article is there's a picture of Nick Jonas on Sesame Street with them. Did you get to go with him? I did. This was, um, I think, right when he started doing his solo stuff, oh, so it wasn't man. there.
0: You worked with multiple people that have been on Sesame Street. Yeah. They could probably tell you how to get how to get to Sesame Street. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good.
0: Uh, here's a fun fact really that I think everybody knows.
1: How to get how to get to Sesame Street?
0: Yeah, but Kermit and Miss Piggy are not married. They're not Mm-mm. living in sin. But they almost were. Maybe, although Aww. they appear in a wedding scene in The Muppets Take Manhattan, mm-hmm. Kermit maintains that it was the characters they were playing who tied the knot. For a while, Miss Piggy insisted that they were in fact married, but eventually Aww. went back to hounding Kermit to propose. Thus returning to the status quo, eternal struggle.
1: So wait, their puppeteers got married?
0: No, I think they were playing a scene together.
1: Oh, right.
0: In The Muppets Take Man yeah. Home, And she thought they were getting married for real.
1: Oh, poor Miss Peggy. Our yeah. heartbroken again. Did you know that Kermit... So he was one of the original Muppets that appeared on Sesame Street... He actually left Sesame Street after season one as Jim Henson knew that that character was going to become his signature Muppet for The Muppet Show. And so he also made a couple of reappearances after he became Kermit the star from The Muppet Show. Mm -hmm. He came back to Sesame Street during season three. And we go on to make many appearances over the decades.
0: Wait a minute, Kermit started on Sesame Street? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: He was the original. He was the original Muppets were what started Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. And then they phased over to the Muppet Show, and other people were introduced into Sesame Street. Well, there you have it. Isn't that cool?
0: There you have it. Yeah. Did so you- there
1: is no verses to this. It's all one universe. Right. <laughs>
0: One big Spider-Verse.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you know that Dr. Teeth and The Electric Mayhem have never released an album?
1: Yes, but I know that there are songs that you can download because I have them in my iTunes.
0: Despite being one of the most beloved bands of all time, The Electric Mayhem has never released a studio album. Yes, their music has appeared on soundtracks for eight films, two Christmas albums, and a handful of TV specials. But Dr. Teeth, Floyd, Janice, Zoot, and Animal have never released a solo album. Who do we petition to make this happen?
1: Um Nick from the All-American Rejects has Doctor Teeth and Electric Mayhem tattooed on That's funny. He has um yeah, like the album cover <laughs> of yeah. their their band photography.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you know uh, Kermit has a nephew? Yeah, Robin the Frog.
1: Yeah, don't you remember? He was real annoying and shut up, Robin.
0: (laughs) Little tiny. The Muppets have family members who have joined the act from time to time. Scooter's uncle owns the Muppet Theater. We already know that Kermit's nephew, Robin the Frog, has a sweet singing voice and played Tiny Tim in the Muppet Christmas Mm -hmm. Carol. Fozzie Bear's mom and cousin appeared on the Muppet Show. Miss Piggy's nephews Andy and Randy were a constant annoyance on the Muppets Tonight. Gonzo's family came down from above in Muppets from Space. I remember that. We were I all do. on the beach. Yeah. I bet if we rewatched that now that we live in California, oh, we would recognize the beach. Oh my that god, we on.
1: absolutely would.
0: And um from Muppets in Space, and an entire episode of Muppets Tonight was dedicated to the mothers of various Muppets.
1: Oh. I love that. Hmm. Um <clears throat> did you know that one episode of Sesame Street aired once? It's only one episode ever. It aired once and then was banned forever after because it caused an influx of letters from parents. What was it about? It's a 1976 episode featuring Margaret Hamilton. And she reprised her iconic role of the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz.
0: Oh, and that just scared the crap out of kids. And it
1: scared kids. And so, Mm. like all of the other episodes have been rebroadcast over and over and over. Mm. That one was only played once and then retired forever. I
0: wonder if we could find it on the internet.
1: I bet we probably could.
0: I'm down to my last uh, fact. Okay. And it's about Fozzie Bear. What you got? He has a ruthless agent and a ghostwriter.
1: Tell me more about this.
0: Fozzie's agent is Irvine Bazaar, a man so short that his hat covers most of his body. Fozzie gets most of his jokes from the famous writer Gags Beasley, who Fozzie pays by the laugh. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That's all the facts that I got. Do you have any more?
1: Um, I do have. Um, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Let's hear it.
1: So I think that it, I mean, I think that this is absolutely incredible and it blew my mind when I read it. Sesame street has won 189 Emmy awards more than any other television series. It reaches 150 million children across the globe. Today, there are more than 150 versions of the show being produced in 70 languages with one million kids playing with a Sesame Street toy on any given day.
0: Wow. That
1: is incredible. That
0: made me try and think of how much money does Sesame Street make?
1: Well, it's all publicly funded by PBS. It
0: is PBS. Yeah. It had a net operate. Guess how much it took to make the entire show in 2018? How much? $1.6 One point six million dollars. That's good. That's nothing. Oh,
1: because all the puppets are made, all yes. the sets are made. They just have to pay people to come in and do it. But
0: the Sesame Street workshop, yeah, is worth five uh, five hundred and fifteen million dollars.
1: Yeah, that's the mothership that and, owns all of it
0: and owns the branding and yeah. the T-shirts and all that stuff. You'd figure they'd be able to operate the show if the show cost a million six a year to produce. Mm-hmm. Just the Sesame Street t-shirts alone should be able to keep that show running. Oh, absolutely. But why? When you can get free donations from PBS watchers.
1: Yeah, well, and I mean, I think that, you know, they encourage people to donate to PBS to also fund all of the other public broadcasting shows. That's true. Not just Sesame Street. That's right. I'm sure they're fine on their own. And they go, you know what? Let's let's make other stuff that teaches people things. So.
0: There's an article right here that just says, Big Bird is so rich, why does he need taxpayer money? I would love to keep going on this, but. Maybe we'll do a part two one day. Maybe. Part D. Part D. Misty and Ike, part D.
1: Sesame Street versus Muppets.
0: Part D. Part D. Thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> we appreciate it. Tell us who your favorite character on the Sesame Street or Muppets is. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to go back to yesterday's episode and leave a comment so that Misty has to watch Game of Thrones. Oh, God. I'm going to say that every episode from now on. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>